Hello, horror hounds. Welcome to another episode of Sheebie-Jeebies, the horror podcast by fans, for fans, and about fans. Once again, I am your host, Sam Carlson, and we are coming to you from the studio of Eternally Bored Productions, which is like, you know, half of a living room slash kitchen area, but that's cool. And today we are going to be talking about Jordan Peele's Us, and we have a returning guest. Hi. Who are you? I am the Bruce Campbell fanatic, Event Horizon aficionado, Stephen. Luckily, we got a lot of the Bruce Campbell filleting out of the way prior to recording. Oh, it's so sweet that you think that's over. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, yeah, talking about... I will about, find uh, a way to make us about Bruce Campbell. <sighs> you, like the, and also, okay, so that's the problem with this title, because you really have to either call it us, the Us movie or Jordan Peele's Us, otherwise everything gets weird and taken out of context. Yeah. So did you, this was, uh, was this an opening weekend watch for you? Um, no, maybe. I don't remember when I saw it now. Um, I th- uh, later in the weekend. So yeah, probably like Sunday. Yeah, close enough. So not the Friday, Thursday night of, which by the way, when did midnight stop being at midnight? Um, not the Thursday night of, but uh, I think we went and saw it Sunday night. Okay, cool, cool. So, did you? Was it an opening weekend for you, or was it? No, it was not. It was just one of those things. It was like it was on the list of things to do, and we didn't get to it. So, fuck it. Okay. And then uh, also, you also mentioned that you were going to go see it anyway, and I was like, I'll wait until you know Steven's seen it. Yeah. So that was a good call. Uh, we saw it last night, um, but you've had more time to so digest it. So you just it. saw it? Yeah, we saw it last. Like me and Tall Chris saw it last okay. night. Okay. Okay. Legit. But huh. you've had more time to digest it. I mean, so I, can I get your thoughts on it first? So I don't think my opinion has changed much since when I saw it. I uh, um, I think this movie had way too much hype going into it. I think it was a good movie. It was interesting. Um, I enjoyed watching it. I won't buy it on Blu-ray, but I would probably watch it again if someone else wanted to see it. Not necessarily. I wouldn't pay to go see it. I wouldn't see it in theaters. But, like, if someone wanted, like hadn't seen it yet and it was on HBO or something, sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, once it hits dollar theaters, it's worth the dollar fifty for the movie ticket. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I would, you know, for I would rent going it from Redbox. Sure. Yeah. Standards. What was that? I don't know. Jay, what was Standards. that? Standards. Bluetooth is going off. All right. Anyway, uh, no, I mean. Actually, I'm more appreciative of the movie going experience. So because we made this a very much last minute thing, and we went to. We went past five theaters just to drive to like a 525 showing because that's the closest one that was there uh, from the time that we woke up from this weekend nap. And <laughs> you couldn't like wait another hour for a different showing. I, I know I needed to get out of the way. Otherwise, I was just going to stay in the apartment and not do shit because that's what I like to do on the weekends. Right. So we go over to uh, to uh, Embassy on Bitters, you know, and they had uh, remo- the, they had remodeled that Santico Theater a while back. And uh, I we we got seats at the in, in the second row, and I was thinking, man, this is going to be kind of annoying because <laughs> I don't like sitting close to the screen. But then we get there, and because they have those cool recliner seats with little trays yeah. and the cup holders, and also the screen is curved, it made watching the movie from the second row very very bearable. It was at, it was a re- like, dude, I can't. I honestly like. There was a good movie going experience. Like, usually I would hate doing that, though. Oh, that's good. That's good. I won't sit. Like, normally they have a couple rows, and they have a, a gap, and then they have more rows, unless you're in a really old theater where it's just a big 
blob of rose, mm-hmm. um, I won't sit in front of the gap. No. So, can you give us a good summary of this movie? Because I'm still trying to figure it out, and okay. I have a lot of, like, I'm still very emotional from seeing it, because we'll get to that. Okay, all right. So... Once upon a time, oh. <laughs> there was a girl. No, um, so this is a spoiler episode. I'm saying oh, yes. that before I'm I so keep sorry. talking, yeah, just before, because yes, I'm going to ruin it all. This is a very spoiler-filled episode, guys. If you are listening to this and you do not want to hear the ending, you don't want to know any details, please stop listening. But still leave us a nice review on iTunes or whatever you're using. If you could, that'd be cool. Or anyway. pa- pause it, go watch the movie, and come back. Yeah, it's fine, too. Um, so the movie is generally... Um, so Lupita, I think, actually did a, a pretty good job for what it was, um, especially since the movie... She's supposed to be the main star, but I think it did a good job of branching off and making it more about the family than just her. It was more about her, but it, it really... Uh, they did a good job at evol- involving the family. Um, so basically, her and her family are on a trip I'm trying to... Th- I, we just said it's spoilery, but I'm trying to think of the best way to describe the movie without ruining it. Um, they're on a trip, and all of a sudden, this doppelganger family shows up that may have issues communicating properly. And, um... <laughs> uh, okay. and, um uh, they decide that... Uh, they went kind of Highlander and decided that in the end, there can be only <laughs> one of each of them. Um, and... It turns out there's this deeper soul connection, and instead of getting along, that means that only one of them can have the soul, so someone's got to die. I don't know what this movie's, like, really trying to do, though. I don't know that it was trying to do anything, and this is, so this is why it's only interesting for me. Um, I don't, so before going into it, I, um, I, I didn't really read reviews, but I saw a lot of like the big headlines, like, greatest horror movie ever. And here's mm-hmm. the issue. I don't think it's a horror movie. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really, I mean. It's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. Movie. If you're going to go see it, go see it, enjoy it's it. It's not scary. It's, it had, no, it's not scary. It had moments of tension. Some, yes, not, not enough, not a lot, not enough to make um, it a horror movie. If we're gonna get really, no, I, I actually about it. think it's more of an almost post-apocalyptic film. That's also one of that was one of my thoughts because it seemed like Jordan Peele is basically trying to stuff every subgenre in this movie. You know, what is this, an apocalypse movie? Is this a government conspiracy movie? Is this a movie about the shadow part of the psyche? Is this a movie about doppelgangers? Pick one and stick to it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, again, still a good movie. I think Lupita did a good job playing both of her roles. Um, I do feel that the twist ending, I was actually talking to someone about this earlier today. So the twist ending, because of course there is one, um, I think was broadcast way too loudly about a third of the way through the film. It was, we yeah. We were sitting there and a third of the way through I went, I know what's happening. Um, and I don't know if that's Jordan Peele's fault or if that's M. Night Shyamalan's fault. Because I think that he has tried to do the twist ending so much that at this point we're like, I know what to look for! Uh, yeah. I, he might have ruined twist endings forever. Well, the thing is, like, Jordan Peele uses a lot of symbolism, in, 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 you know, in, in this movie. And I haven't seen Get Out in a long time, so I can't really go back and tell you if that's also in that movie as well. You know? Well, let me... What, what symbolism do you think he used? Because, like, I... 
I must be missing all of it because so there's this girl at my at where I work who thinks this was like the greatest movie ever and won't talk to me about it because she doesn't want to get in an argument. But the brief conversation we had <laughs> um, does that make you a very argumentative person? I, according to some people, I don't think so. But whatever, um, I get accused of it a lot. Anyway, um, does she that was start like, an argument when you get accused? No, I try not to. Um, so the <laughs> supposedly, like, so if you watch the movie, there's there's this whole group of people who live underground, and there's a group of people who live above ground, and somehow that's supposed to, like, from what I've I've heard from other people, I don't see it at all. Somehow that's supposed to represent capitalism. I am a card carrying communist. It's true. I've seen the card. I don't. I don't even see that. Like. There are enough disparities in the financial system that you don't need a whole group of people underground to be like, oh, that's what capitalism means. Like, I didn't see that at all. And then also, okay, fuck it. So the twist at the end is that she and the girl switch places. Whatever. Fine. There are people now who are be- who are saying, like, oh, and the boy switched. What? Uh, I when? disagree with that. Yeah, no, you want to know why you disagree with it? Because there's nothing in the movie that says that. Yeah, people are really trying, are, are really reaching for that. I, that. I, and so you, you mentioned Get Out. I think Get Out has a lot of symbolism in it. Um, whether or not you agree with the symbolism in it is fine, but it's there. It's in the open. You can tell what it is. I don't even think there really was any in this one. Actually, in, in an early interview, um, Peel said that the family in the movie could have been white or black and it wouldn't have changed the story, but he wanted to do a black family. That's actually super interesting. I agree interesting. with that. Uh, no, actually, Tall Chris was saying the same thing la- yesterday because he was like, yeah, it, you know, it was just a movie. You couldn't- no, exactly, but I think that's... So people want to talk about equality in Hollywood and representation, and this is, what you, this is what it needs to be because it is just a movie and it doesn't matter who the leads are and and yes Jordan Peele is well within his rights by the way to cast whoever he wants so if you're upset that he hasn't cast a white person fuck off yeah I don't care um, well yeah you put out your whole tweet about like you know so we're supposed to be upset about this why and and in the words of Jordan Peele the white guy being scared movie I've seen it let's do something else um, but this movie I liked it because it wasn't like it's a black family dealing with black horror issues. No, it was a family dealing with horror issues who, whose race I didn't feel had anything to do with it. And, and it didn't make the movie better or worse. No. I no. still would have walked away feeling the same things had it been, you know, Christian Bale and his family. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. You know, um, as far you know, as... playing an Egyptian. Sorry. <laughs> well, as far as, like, the symbolism goes... Um, one of the things that, I mean, you know, there are rabbits all throughout this movie. and That's what they ate. Yeah, but also Food. apparently Jordan Peele's like super scared of rabbits because they look like little sociopaths. And I mean, I've owned rabbits and yeah, they kind of are sociopaths. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think so. Um, Get Out would be a whole other episode. But there's, there's a lot in, in Get Out that deals with racial disparity and, and even like oh, being black is in right now. And there's, there's a lot. That you could really dive in to get out and do oh, a yeah. whole thing on. Um, I don't. I think people are trying to insert that into this. They, I think he just wanted to make a movie that he wanted to make. I don't think he was trying to say anything. Uh, well, one of the things that I that I uh, that I read online was that this was supposed to be basically like an allegory for this is what happens when you marginalize people; they rise up. And I mean, I guess so. 
Um, but again, I feel like there wasn't a solid theme. Get Out had basically, you know, one idea and it went with it and it was a coherent story. And it's not that this movie isn't a coherent story. It's just that it's trying to do way too many things. Like we need to focus on one thing and then just do that, you know, because if you're doing something like uh, talking about the tethered as the shadow of the people that are above ground, you know, when I hear that, I think of Carl Jung and his ideas of the shadow. That doesn't really make a ton of sense because the tethered, if they have a psyche, they would still also have a shadow. So, and then we're taught, and then it's like, oh no, it's also about the doppelgangers. I'm like, that's cool. I would prefer prefer them to run with that. That's a little bit more interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see it being a little unhinged. Um, I would, I would. Yeah, no, I would agree about it being too much in one thing. I think it maybe started as a horror movie and then went post-apocalyptic without a really solid transition. Like, if you wanted it to be a horror movie, you know who should have had shadows? Only her family. There should have been yeah. some weird... They should have made like it more it, supernatural instead of... Where it was, like, of, more of a body snatcher thing? Sure, yeah. sure. Um, they should have made it more of a supernatural thing or um, instead of... Well, no, everyone has a shadow, at least in this town. Well, apparently it's all over the world because they're doing Hands Across America. Well, but all we know is that they did Hands Across Southern California. Like, there isn't <laughs> any other reference. Um, there's no, there's no like... So this is the other thing. Like, so George Romero was really, really good at doing horror apocalyptic films. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that's what the zombie movies are. Sure. And you know this because you see news reports from all over the place about how everything is going to shit. All she really gets is a busy signal on her phone... And local reports of yeah. these doppelgangers rising up. There isn't really a a worldwide thing. And the only reason Hands Across America was a thing is because before she was taken as a little girl, that's the shirt she had on. That's the 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 commercial she remembers seeing. She remembers that being a statement, and mm-hmm. her as a character um, had to make a statement. Yeah, that's very true. Uh- Although one of the things I have to point out as far as like the um, the symbolism goes, you know, because we did have the rabbit symbolism. We did also have that part where Abraham is braying at the moon. And uh, I think one of the other one of the other doppels in that family also brayed back. Well, or it might have been a different and then or might have been different somewhere. Together. And, yelled, yeah. and he turned and yelled back. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there is a lot of uh, mythology with like the rabbit in the moon. Uh, in Japan and so the moon is associated with very feminine yin energy and it's more of like uh, one of these things that has to deal with your emotions and intuition the darker side of yourself so that's how I'm interpreting it so you here think females are the darker side of ourselves yes but no <laughs> hashtag not all women <laughs> but maybe yeah. nice uh, no but I mean like there was that symbolism there and I'm you know but see, I don't even know that that was anything that that was wasn't probably intentional. Put in from that was him. right. And that's, that's the other thing with like so the whole like the girl being like oh well that represents capitalism as she's it, working. You in a can really store. project whatever you want on a lot of aspects yes. of the film. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I don't think there was anything really that was like oh this represents this. Like I said, Get Out was very in your face. If you if you saw Get Out and didn't think he had an underlying message, then you weren't paying attention. Um, yeah. This movie, meh. I mean, it was good. It was good. See it. It's fine. Um, I wouldn't go for like an IMAX 3D price. Fuck no. 
Um, I won't buy it outside of the bargain bin at half price books for $3. I wouldn't but. buy it on Blu-ray, but I would buy it to own in my library because uh, the there's a lot of points where like you can pick up. This is one of those movies where you can rewatch it and you can pick up something that you didn't see before. Okay. Like, for example, <clears throat> remember when they're eating Long John Silver's at the beginning? Sure. Vaguely. Yeah, so Lupita Nyong'o's character, who later on we find out that she's actually red, she was the tethered that escaped. She's not eating it. She's eating strawberries, and I'm like, I'd be eating Long John Silver's. What's wrong with her? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not the best food, but, you know, come sure, on. Sure, sure. So, you know, it, it's it's those very little touches like that, and of course you can also see Jordan Peele's like, love for horror movies, like you see the, the DVD for Chud, you see the VHS tape for Nightmare on Elm Street in the very beginning. Uh, when she's watching the, when little uh, Adelaide or Red at this point, I don't know. I guess it was Adelaide still. Yeah. The above ground version. Yes. Yeah. So, she hadn't switched yet. Yeah, she hadn't switched. So you know she's watching that commercial for Ants Across America. You can see those. Yeah. Well, yeah. it must have been, couldn't have been a DVD then. No. Well, then it would have been a it would have been a VHS. Yeah, but I thought it was a DVD at first for Chud. No. Maybe. Oh. No, because that would have been too old. Yeah, it wouldn't have made sense. No. But it's fine. Hmm. Um, but I think you can pick up little things. Uh, I have to ask you about like the 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 tethered area. Okay. Okay. So this fun house are you is get stuck up on the escalator because so many people online are like, shut up! Oh my god, get out of my head! The escalator! <laughs> oh, the escalator! I'm like, shut the fuck up, really? Yes, I'm like, gonna... are you gonna complain yes. about a girl yes. running in heels away from a yes. dinosaur next? I'm just saying. Okay, so the way you get into this little tethered area, which is like the underground thing, which it looks like the 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 part of the mall where all the offices are. It looks like the backstage of a mall. Well, or if malls subway, had backstages, subway area minus the subway. Sure. And yeah, I can see like, that. It looked generally like an underground facility. There was the not part. enough rabbit shit with that many rabbits. I, I've the, had yes. rabbits. No, like, I don't disagree with that. That's all I they do. They is should shit. have sprayed it all over the walls. <laughs> Um, Come on, just like drop some razors. About an escalator. Okay, the reason I care about uh, the escalator because like this escalator is the only way to get get in there, and it's like um, go I, up no, and no, down no, escalator. No, that's it. I disagree. It's it, there. It's the only. There's they no really security. Show. Well, no, but these people are stuck in the same patterns as their top parts. So the only way the girl was able to get up there and switch is because the girl up there went mirrored her image into and, yeah, a mutual switched. point. Right. So, and then because they had switched, the girl from above was able to break the people below from the pattern of mirroring. And Then why then doesn't she, like, she's got free will and she has to organize well, this giant movement where they all know. have to do red jumpsuits and hands across America and bitch, you can go up the down escalator. Yeah, well, they were all kind of crazy, though. And, I mean, she was chained to the bed for how long before someone figured out how to unchain her? And then at that point, she was stuck doing at least some mirror imaging of the one up top because of the dancing stuff. And then yeah, led them to breaking it. But that's also part of my problem with this movie is because like, so the tethered is kind of like, you know, like the bootleg version of the above ground. Yes. <laughs> like I'm the bootleg version of tall Chris. Yeah, I guess so. So Fair. anyway, <laughs> so the thing is like, okay, if we're buying into the whole, Listen, the whole backstory, like 
If we're buying into the whole backstory about this being like a government experiment, right? Well, we don't know that though. She said she thought it was. We sure. have no idea how it started. The we theory don't. of a person who hadn't seen other people who talked since she was a little girl yep. thought it was a government conspiracy. There yeah. are people who see people all the time and think the earth is flat. Come on. It's true. Uh, but, you know, I'm just saying playing devil's advocate. Okay, so sure. if this was like a government conspiracy, you know, and they figured out a way to clone people and all this shit, why are they also, they have the same, you know, they have the same clothes. I mean, up until they get red jumpsuits because they're trying to make a statement. Why? How? What? Why? What is this? But we, what kind of technology is this? But we don't know if that's that. And honestly, they don't have the exact same clothes because when she puts on the black T-shirt, she has to switch it when she switch pla- switches places. Yeah. Because the black T-shirt the little girl had on was ratty and a mess. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking like, but I would prefer something where it's like, you have like maybe something that's like faceless and doesn't have any features and then you kind of see that happening when you switch places it's a little bit more explanatory than just being like well just doppelgangers because you know i don't think they ever really explained why of the doppelgangers though like i said so red um at this point theorized that they were government clones but there wasn't anything to back that up and again this is from the fevered mind of a little girl who's gone insane that is very true um so i think that destroys any credibility her theory had do you think it would have been more effective if they just left out the part where the 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 doppels were explained um i don't know because i thought i so that's the problem with every monster movie so let's get a little bit deeper uh, a little bit outside of us because that's the problem with every good monster film do you show the monster do you show the monster? Mm, Jaws does, there are but so it waits. Yeah, okay, but what was the Christina Ricci shitty werewolf movie? Oh, the Howling? Or no, no, the Howling cursed. was good. What was it? Cursed. There you go. Okay. <laughs> you know what the problem like, with Cursed was? The, the, the monkey the wolf gi- thing. The werewolf giving the finger no, was no. the problem. I can with deal cursed. with that. Oh my god. The fact that, that the so werewolf bad. looked like some bear orangutan thing. Oh my god. The movie was fine for the most. No, the movie was until it was a point. decent werewolf movie. But no, no, it was a decent movie until it had werewolves. Then it was a bad movie. No. You want to see a decent werewolf movie? Go watch The Howling. Go watch Dog Soldiers. I don't know why werewolf movies are so hard. They're not. They're not. They're really not. A, uh, go watch. Uh, go even go watch uh, American Werewolf in Paris. I know, which isn't a horror I movie, like it. but it's hilarious. I, anyway, I like Tom um, Everett. But no, but that's the problem with all horror film, true horror films. If unless it is an exorcist film, because you are the monster, I guess. Um, if if the monster is another being, and it's not just some crazy killer coming after you, do you show the monster? Because so many horror movies turn into B camp films at that point. What movies? And B camp films are fine, but well, what movies don't show the monster? What movies don't show the monster? Yeah, if I can get um, a couple of examples, I'm you I'm hate it, so. but Bird Box didn't. You hate it. Listen, but Bird Box didn't. I, I I was okay with Bird Box, but I can understand why some people weren't. I don't actually have a problem with the monsters being invisible. I just have a problem with the movie. They weren't invisible. We just didn't see them. We saw their. They have on corporeal beings. Them. They have cor- they have They're something. corporeal. Some people but, see something. Right. I. I mean, I don't have a problem with them. You know, not being visible because it's like, for example, if we had Predator and he was just always using like invisible predator mode 
it's still a fine movie. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I just have a problem with Bird Box in general. So the movie, movies? not the book. I don't have a problem with the book. The Can book you... is actually really pretty decent. Um, so what movies... How about movies don't show the monster? Yeah. And remain good movies. Yeah, because, I mean, like, Jaws, we didn't get to, to see Jaws until at least an hour in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. any of your major slasher movies, you're seeing the monster pretty early in. All your your Freddies, your Jasons, your Michael Myers. Yeah, but well, see, but except those are for Jason. Movies. So, like I'm saying, those are killer. All you need for those is a person in a Halloween mask, even. It's not even, like... A good mask to be fair it's a hockey mask or jace or uh, mike myers it's a william shatner mask like none of those are something terrifying that you have to put on the screen i think that a lot of so without because i didn't prepare for this part of the conversation without yeah. an example of a good horror movie that doesn't show the monster i think there are plenty of examples of horror movies that go off the rails when they show the monster mm-hmm. the exorcism movies are the one Exorcism movies, Jay? What? They're the only ones that don't show the monster. Technically. Well, but they, I mean, yes and no, kind of. That's going to be a whole other conversation for another episode. So how did this relate to us? Because I we forgot. Were, um, well, we were talking about... I started about, thinking about monsters again. I was like, ooh, monsters. We were talking about their origin. Okay. And should they have touched on that or not. And that's what I'm... So that is us's version of showing the monster you know okay the, yeah a lot of I get, horror movies okay. i think go off track when they try to show you the monster i mean so whether or not you liked bird box if they had tried to show what it looked like because it's this thing that we, it's very Cthulian, I saw the actually i saw the production designs i am i'm not i'm not nah i'm good yeah, i'm see, good there you go i'm good it's a, it's a very Cthulian film it's very Lovecraftian because there's this thing that is from somewhere else that when you see it, you basically go insane. I just prefer to think about Bird Box in terms of the book. That's okay. Fine. That's all. I haven't read the book. It's good. I don't doubt that. It's but fine. Just, it's it's actually, my example. I enjoy my example it is that. I mean, if you didn't like it, can you imagine them trying to show something that when you see it goes and you, you, you lose your mind, you wouldn't? No. And I mean, like, I do agree with that. I get what you're saying there. I mean, okay, so A Quiet Place. The weakest part of A Quiet Place were the monsters. They, they looked, looked weird. They looked like they came out of Stranger Things. Uh, okay, but I liked Quiet. Did you like Did you like A Quiet Place? I haven't seen it. I've seen clips. It's fine. Okay. It's a good I was movie. like, nah, I'm good. It's a good movie, but the weakest part is the monsters. Yeah, I can understand that. That's a movie that's just built on tension and good character development. So, so but yeah, so again, I think that, and I think that might have been the, the, the flaw here was them showing the origins like i said i think i think it would have been a way better film um again good movie not bad i think it would have been a way better film had he just had it be some weird supernatural thing and these people just up and start wreaking havoc yeah yeah no i I would like to a smaller level not to like the whole town of you know but then again that gets into that you kind of have to have it happen on a large scale because modern horror has the has a, a major problem and that problem is cell phones Mm, maybe I mean you no I mean it is you can't if you have Jason chasing you through the woods and you have any sort of cell service which it's all it's getting harder to not all you're gonna do is call someone like there isn't this mystery of well what happened to Alice oh I have this terrifying voicemail of her screaming Ah, all right pause okay my parents live in Shreveport Louisiana (laughs) Okay. It's not exactly super rural. When I go out there, I can't fucking get no signal on my cell phone. There's nothing. And I have T-Mobile. It's a good, decent network. I'm not going to say shit. You know, 
it's like I, that's why I don't feel like you know I don't feel like cell phones are necessarily the downfall. It's just horror has to work around them. You know? It's a roadblock. Yeah, it's a roadblock. That's a good way to put it. But I think you know it would have been. Uh, I think us would have been more interesting if it was sort of just like this is just happening, and I didn't need the. I don't. That uh, problems with modern horror is like we have to have explanations for everything that's happening. Like any, like we everything's a fucking ghost story or a government conspiracy. Ah, but see, give me something but else. But see, people don't like it if we don't have that explanation. You and Bird Box are a perfect example of that. We had no explanation where these things came from or what happened. But I like the book because there wasn't an explanation in the book. It was the fucking have movie. Up, have you picked up Inspection yet? No, I haven't. That's the his next one. I don't Jason know. Mallerman's second. Josh Mallerman. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, just being a bitch. Um, no, you're allowed to correct the first name if I said it. Right. Okay. Come on. Okay. No, I just you know I'm I'm good for right now. If if Inspection gets picked up as another Netflix original movie and it may, then I will I will go back and read that. Right now I'm in the middle of The Shining, so I'm just like I'm a little busy. Okay. That's a long fucking book. It is. It is. But, um, okay. So, was there stuff that you liked about us? Um, I think the acting was really good. Oh, fuck yeah. um, I I really... I have have another question for you in a minute. But um, I do think the acting was done really well. I think that the family did a really good job telling the story they were told to tell. And they also were very relatable and human. And, you know... Yes. I'm not surprised that Jordan Peele can can write human characters at all coming, you know, from a solid comedy background yeah you know yeah so you had put that you hated that you did you liked this movie less than you liked captain marvel and i know how you felt about captain marvel i didn't hate this movie it's just i was more upset about this movie than i was upset with captain marvel because i was not really looking forward to captain marvel anyway but it's like well guess i gotta see it anyway because endgame so it's a an expectation thing then it wasn't even that i was just sort of like because i wasn't buying into the hype you know because i don't buy into hype anymore if i see a trailer that looks good i will go see the movie i'm not going to really like read reviews because like i've already made up my mind about seeing a movie Mm -hmm. i was just kind of like i was hoping that this i wanted to like this movie more than i did so okay. it's not that I dislike the movie. It's a good movie. I just, you know, you just again, expect, you, you, well, you had higher self-imposed expectations for it. Right. And the only, the, sure. the thing, the only reason that I, you know, my expectations were lowered is just because there were too many subgenres trying to fit in one movie. And like Jordan Peele is such a great writer and director. I wanted to see him take an idea and run with that. But instead we've got a lot of conflicting ideas that when you mishmash them together, they don't make sense. So yeah, yeah. Well, like it, it, it wasn't that it didn't make sense. It just didn't. It didn't, it didn't make hit, sense in the way that I expected it to make. It didn't sense. hit a groove. How about that? It didn't. Yeah. It didn't hit a nice steady pace somewhere. Yeah. There was always something else going on. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was still good, though. I mean, also, <laughs> what was one of the things that uh, caught me about the marketing was like the five on it. I got five. Yeah, on that it. that fucking remix, man. Those uh, slow remixes. Oh, yeah. so good. But like I saw somebody put that on Twitter. Just they just typed it out and mm-hmm. it was stuck that slow the slow version of it was stuck in my head the whole day because I was thinking about the trailer and I was like, that's very effective. Yeah. Did you so side note for us, did you see the SNL Discovery card skit for it yet? Uh oh. Oh, you need to see it. All right. I uh, will have to do that after uh, the podcast. All right, so, I don't know, you got any more 
thoughts about this movie before um, we No, like up? I said, it was good. It was very interesting. I would recommend uh, checking it out. Um, it probably could have done with a little more direction and maybe a chainsaw for a hand. <sighs> Fucking hashtag Bruce Campbell's <laughs> overrated. Anyway, <laughs> if you would like to share your opinion on this movie, feel free to follow us on Twitter because I've been very active there lately just being a bitch. Uh, and we're also on Facebook. We're also on Instagram. You yeah, just I heard have you're to real s- excited for Child's Play. We won't get into that right now. That's for another discussion. But if you also want to just drop us a line, the good old-fashioned way via email, you can uh, email us at shebejeebies at outlook.com. But until next time, don't get stuck in the tethered underground. There was a girl.